to show. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Off the Mats Podcast. And this week's guest is good friend and returning guest. Basically, during the pandemic, or actually, was it before the pandemic, you started Arte Suave? It, it was during. It was during. During. Yeah. So, yeah. During the pandemic, our good friend Fredo started Arte Suave, and he's been rocking it ever since. So, we're going to welcome Fredo back and get the conversing. So, Fredo, how you been, man? What's going on? Man, it's it. I've been good. Just got out of training, so uh, had a nice little sweat go on. Um, felt great. Yeah, we, we're we're keeping it going with the Arte Suave events. Uh, slowed it down just a little bit. Um, there's some months that we don't do them just because uh, the market's kind of saturated with competition right now with IBJJF, Jiu-Jitsu World League. Um, bunch of bunch of stuff going on everybody's you know trying to to get people to compete and that's great um but uh one thing that we have been doing is we've actually been traveling a bit more so um earlier this year we went to orange county had a great event at orange county southern california has such great jujitsu we had a great event uh, a lot of great matches and our next event is in Phoenix, Arizona, which is July 16th. And um, we are also, so, so kind of rambling on, but a lot's changed since the last time I was on. We are kind of revamping our website. We're hosting our own pay-per-view on our own server. And we've got we're going to be also be live streaming submissions on the shore, which is uh, run by Albert Tapia. And um, he, he started that with it being an all women's show. And uh, he then started these like smaller, like really small cash tournaments, like baddest blue belt at 145. And there'll be a bracket of 16 people. Um, and the winner gets like $3,000 or whatever it is. I'm not sure exactly how he determines the amount uh, the winner wins, but he runs those. Those those seem to be pretty successful. He's going to be doing a three versus three baddest blue belt team like event. And I think the, the winner gets three or $5,000, something like that. So we're going to be streaming that event uh for submissions on the shore and uh hopefully you know we'll, we'll be you know continuing to do that whether it's their pro shows or uh or their tournaments so okay. it, it should be um it should be pretty good we've got the you know we got the right equipment to be able to to really uh put on a good show and or excuse me a good pay-per-view for different organizations and hopefully we'll have um, the ability to do that for more organizations that maybe don't have the money to invest in the systems that we have. So Absolutely. I'm excited for that. It sounds exciting. That's good. That's cool, dude. Yeah. Like, you got a, a whole lot going on. I mean, you, you've always got a lot going on, but it's like, it, you know, the, the cup has gotten larger, so there's so much more to put into it. So that's really oh, cool to hear. Sure. Just it, it's crazy to hear because you know just running you know the event itself always seemed like you know you can handle it but there was still a lot a lot going on a lot of moving parts and you know now you know i guess once you've kind of mastered that you can add in some additional pieces and you're competing you know it looks like every time i look up <laughs> it's like man like like he's going, he's still going, which again, you know, good, you know, never shy away from that. Yeah. But stay busy, man. That's good. Yeah. It's actually so funny, funny. And I think I mentioned this before. One of the main reasons that, you know, we started this 
was because I, I know one of my reasonings was I wanted to compete. And um, funny thing is the very first Arte Suave, I wasn't even on the card um, because so many people applied. Like we had, we tried to fit as many people as we could, but we didn't, we could only ha- hold so many people, you know, especially during peak COVID, you know, January, I think it was 2021 you know, numbers were spiking. People were sending us messages. Are you guys still holding the event? And I'm like, well, luckily we were in a county that really was very conservative about COVID. And they're like, well, if you guys do what you do on private property, we're not going to do anything. So luckily we we held it again in a county like that. And we stuffed a hundred people <laughs> in a room and had jujitsu and it was it was not you know we were having an event every single month just because people wanted to compete and uh yeah so it's we've again like i said we've continued to do that what we what we have i haven't we haven't officially announced it but we're gonna be moving around much more um you've probably seen the events they're mainly held in sacramento the sacramento area and Sacramento is a good central location for Northern California. We got people coming down from Redding, from Chico, from the Bay Area, up from Stockton, down from Reno. Like, it's a good central location. But, uh, you know, we're going to do a little bit more Orange County. We're doing San Diego later this year. Um, again, we're doing Phoenix. Definitely want to go to Boise, Idaho. I want to go to Portland. want to go to Seattle. I uh, would love to go to New Mexico. I, I think there's uh, some some great schools in New Mexico. Yeah, just hit up different spots on the West Coast. That's, that's definitely a, a plan and probably, and, and even hit up the Bay Area. You know, the Bay Area is only two hours away from Sacramento, but I think, I think we need to show them some love. They've been, they've been coming to Sacramento for, for over a year now, a lot of their competitors. So it would just be, you know, common courtesy to, to return the favor. That's how I see it. Like mm-hmm. San Diego has showed us so much love, Barrett submissions, Legion, Atos. Like we've had so many competitors from all those schools, uh, AOJ. And for me, it just, it just seems right to, um, to reciprocate that and, and travel down to where they're at. So their family members can, can watch them in person. Cause we do have the, the pay-per-view option, which is, really good now like the way we we have our pay-per-view it's with the wireless we have wireless transmitters uh we have a gimbal i I think i told you last time we were looking into to doing the walkouts and things of that nature we're doing that now (laughs) and that's the thing you you had a vision you have a plan you set in motion and you know you may not get there right away, but you know, you're there eventually and now you're traveling. I think that's, I think that's really cool because, you know, I, I know previously, uh, I think not the last time we talked, but I think maybe the second time I had you on, there was, um, someone, uh, I can't remember where they're coming from, but no, it was from out of state. It wasn't too, too far away, but it was just, I think there's some kind of a conflict there. They couldn't do it that time around. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I, yeah. Um, it was a young kid, Jacob Brown. And yes. Then he ended up, yeah, he ended up being on the card and had a, an awesome, awesome match. Yeah, he was on the card in in Orange County as well. Yeah. So it, it's yeah, like like I said, it's it's to see the amount of people that want to come to me, it's a little surreal still. It's been a year and a half of we're on the, we're going to be on our 16th event. To me, it's still surreal that I get messages from people and they tell me, I would love to be on your event. Like, you know, these are people like they're, they're excited to compete for Arte Suave. um, And they're like, we want, we want to be on the event and, and it's, it, there, there's an excitement there. And I'm like, well, you know, cause I've gotten used to running the event and seeing it constantly. And it's just like, and I, and I'm, I'm very critical 
of everything. Like we re- we have a great event and a lot of people love it, but I'm still very critical over many different things that we do. And I like, I wish we can change certain things, but we either don't have the funding or the space or, you know, because again, we, we still donate a, a large portion and I still want to continue that forever as long as I can donate a, a portion of the um, of what we make to different nonprofits. Mm-hmm. So it's not just, you know, reinvesting into making it better, but we also give away a lot of money. And sometimes we just randomly give money to wherever it's needed. That's, you know, I feel like that's something we need in this world. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, I, I think that's a good thing that I'm hypercritical of, of our show with certain things that I want to be able to adjust and some things I can't, you know, we can't adjust um, within a, a good time frame, And then there's others that we can't. So, and then I also, I, like you said, I'm, I'm always competing as well, whether it's on Arte Suave, Fight to Win, IBJJF, and I'm constantly looking at these different tournaments, these different formats, and I'm seeing how they they do stuff. And I'm like, hmm, what are you doing? How can I do it better? And what are you missing? Um, which is like why we have changed our rule set a couple times. Um, and I think we found a good sweet spot where we're at with our rule set now. You know, you being hypercritical of everything is part of a big part of what makes it so successful you know you want it to be done right you know you have an ideal and you know if you're not critical of those things if you just say oh that was good enough you know (laughs) it's not the best product i mean i do that a lot with with the with the podcast sometimes you know it's like (laughs) sometimes i'm just like "Eh, like, it'll be all right like i'm 100 (laughs) in like you guys be fine you know but but you know the best way to get the most out of your product is to be hypercritical because, you know, again, if you're not, you don't grow, you know, you don't fix any, anything that may, anything that went wrong previously, you just let it stay. It's like, Oh, well, the sound is, you know, is not the best. Okay. Well, well, we'll get to it when we get to it. Or someone might say the sound was pretty good. And you're like, well, no, Nope, it was a little low, you know, on the on the walkouts. We got to find a way to adjust that to make it sound just right. You you know, people people villainize perfection. But the thing is, if you're providing a product, you know, no one can fault anyone for wanting their product to be perfect. So, you know, good on you, dude. Yeah, thank you. With you competing, you know, whether it be Fight to Win or uh, IBJJF um, or even Arte Suave, you know, how does, you know, kind of balancing that all out work for you right now? I think it depends on exactly, like, what my mentality is at the time. I, I'm, I, I find myself to be a really particular person. Like, I'm, well, if you ask any of my teammates, they'll tell you how interesting I am. Like, I'm, a, I'm a weird guy. Uh, but uh, it's, I was literally just telling people now about the match that I have coming up for Fight to Win right now. So I'm going to try and make this as short as possible. But like, I, I naturally already deal with anxiety. And, I feel like I have a pretty good poker face most of the time, but when I compete that anxiety peaks and, and it gets really bad and I just, I've learned to deal with it through competition. So I stay for the most part, it's, it's a very weird feeling. It's like I I'm relaxed, but I still have anxiety because I, I kind of find a way to relax within my anxiety. <laughs> sure. I get it's it. one of the, yeah. It's, it's very, you know, weird concept, but it's, it's very possible. And, um, you know, I'll, I'll do that with most of my competitions and, and be fairly, fairly relaxed. Um, this one, I'm a little bit more like not on edge, but I was on a cruise and I ran, I was, I don't remember where I was at somewhere in the Caribbean and I got cell service and I 
looked through emails and I saw an email from Seth saying, Hey, would you like a match 190 pounds against so-and-so? And And I I just, just responded. I'm like, yes, it is what it is like. Yes. And I'll find out who that is later and deal with weight later. Um, I was way under that before my cruise after my cruise, probably, (laughs) probably over. Um, (laughs) It's a cruise. um, Enjoy yourself. Oh, I I sure did. Um, so, you know, after I come back, I take a look, look them up like most people should, especially if you're on fight to win, you know, you should definitely look up your opponent and I saw him and I'm like, Oh shoot. Like this guy's really good. (laughs) Um, and he's, he's going to be bigger than me. Um, I looked up some of his IBJJF fights at heavyweight, which is at least for Nogi fights at heavyweight, which is about 200 pounds for geese, I think 205. Um, so I'm like, okay, he's going to be fairly larger than me. Um, cause now I'm, I'm way under, not way under, but I'm, un- I'm definitely under 190. Um, so I'm like, okay, the way I see this is like, it's, it's like a, uh, a, a head I want to put on the wall. It's like, it's it's an it's an an accomplishment because it's like the guy's bigger and he's very talented because jujitsu can definitely get you you know good technique good jujitsu can definitely win matches with size difference but what happens when that person that's bigger than you has just as good as jujitsu as you do so it's for me it's a good measuring stick and and if i can accomplish a win over him it's it's i think it's going to be great just because he's he's really good from the videos that I watch. So I'm really focused on that and I'm trying to balance like that Phoenix event and going back and forth and taking my training seriously. Um, because I, I I'm, I'm really hunting <laughs> in, in this match, you know, ho- hopefully it gives me the results that I want, but I'm excited. And, um, usually matches like this, I'm the type of person that needs to needs to be occupied and busy because my anxiety will will definitely take over. So the more I do stuff, whether it's jujitsu, whether it's working on arte suave or focusing on a on on a goal, I keep my anxiety better at bay when I do that. So the more I compete, the more I can keep that anxiety at bay for whatever I'm doing. So that's how I kind of manage. Uh, it doesn't really explain how I do it, but it's <laughs> the it, reason why <laughs> it works for you though. It works counts. for me. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, when, you know, mentioning that your opponent's going to be bigger than you, you know, going into the match, like when you're training and getting prepped, like how much, the is in terms of like i guess weight training or or strengthening you know you know how what kind of a role does that play for you getting prepped for a match um so this whole year i've really focused on up in my strength i would say um near the beginning of the year i was probably walking around at 177 i would say and then I started lifting weights. Um, shout out to my my friend uh, Wild Hunt Conditioning. That's who <laughs> helps helps me out with my strength and and conditioning. He has me on a. Now that I came back from my cruise, we were on a on a strict, not a strict, but we're 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 gonna be working. But uh, I followed uh, some some stuff that he showed me and and help for jujitsu specifically, not specifically, but just for general strength. Uh, which would translate into jujitsu, and I definitely noticed a different difference in strength. A lot of people noticed it in me as well, like you know, people mentioning that I look bigger, and I did gain some weight. So I went from walking around at one seventy seven to like one eighty three. So I gained like five pounds. I definitely lost fat, so it was a good amount of muscle that I gained from from doing his, uh, uh, his program. Yeah. So right now I feel fairly strong. 
it's i'm still doing that like i wanted to continue to lose weight after my cruise and uh, uh, james which is the guy from wild hunt conditioning he was like no just eat you know eat this amount of calories maintain your weight it's just one week of you maintaining this weight and then afterwards we'll, we'll lose it and he's like better be closer to 190 especially if he's going to be bigger than you and then than not so i'm hovering you know, under 190, but uh, I'll definitely be under. I I might be able to, I was jokingly saying that I was going to hop on the scale with, with probably like a backpack and a beer in my hand. (laughs) (laughs) That always uh, fascinates me when, you know, I'm watching UFC weigh-ins or anything and the guys go up there, like fully clothed, shoes on and everything. It's like, oh, you ain't in with full confidence. Yeah, like damn. Okay, you know. Meanwhile, you got other fighters. You know, they got to strip down completely naked. You know, to weigh in is like damn. That is yeah. mm, that. That was a struggle I could see. Yeah. Um, when when you're working out, and do you have like a preferred time that you feel best? Like time of day that you feel best in working out? Oh yeah, for sure. Like for me, it's uh the earlier the better. If I could do it six a.m. And, uh, yeah, just get it out of the way at 6 a.m. To me, that's that's the best case scenario. Wow. Um, yeah, uh, there's I don't think there's any other better time for me. Um, especially I usually do it at 6 a.m. And then at night, I'll I'll, I'll go to jujitsu at night. So I have enough time. To, the workout that I do don't really put that much of a strain on my muscles, but it's still enough time for me to recover and feel great for training. Yeah. And I know for myself, I used to love getting up early in the morning and work out. And the goofy thing is, you know, I have equipment here at home, even, you know, put the exercise bike up here in my room and got all my yoga equipment up here. So it's like, okay, there's no excuse for me not to get up at, you know, 6 a.m., 6.30 a.m. and work out before work. And, my daughter comes in, wakes me up. It's like, hey, I want to watch cartoons. And it's like, I want to watch cartoons too. So <laughs> yeah. that's why I don't do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could I could definitely see that. Um, but, hey, I mean, it, it, it is really a matter of, you know, the discipline, though, that you have and, and just, you know, the perfection, you know, that you put into what you do with Arte Suave, you know, and that, that carries over though, to, you know, just everything you do, whether it be training jujitsu, strengthening your body, you know, it all connects. So, you know, it's, it's not, just, you know, you're not going to be, you know, particular about details on one thing and then another thing, just saying, eh, the hell with it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't need all the details here. Yeah. I'm, I, I, I know I'm very highly critical of my own jujitsu, like very, very critical. Like even when I win a match, I'll I'll rewatch what I'm doing. I'm like, what the hell are you doing there? Like, <laughs> there is literally a lot of times where I, I tell myself like, you look terrible, and I like other people are like, oh wow, you did great. I'm like, mm, I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, again, that that plays into your you know just being particular about things. And I, I always find that being a slippery slope, you know, going the other way. You know, if somebody says. Hey man, you know, you know, that arm bar was great. You know, you got a sick arm bar and it's like, eh, yeah, but you know, you know, I could tweak it here and make it better. I mean, you always want to look for ways to make it better. So, yeah, you know, there's nothing wrong with, with that at all. Um, yeah. With your workouts, like how long, you know, is a typical workout for you? Um, you know, wait, like weights it's usually like dumbbells kettlebells um or free weight um it's probably like 40 minutes it doesn't take very long it's just you're kind of reinforcing you know your muscles and and strengthening different parts of your body to do different tasks and it's mainly strengthening muscles that uh dang, he he showed me something on friday that is like you're carrying this weight and you're doing it kind of like you're 
walking with weight on one side. He called it something. I'm gonna now. I'm gonna ask him. Um, but he said he was telling me he's like it may not seem like anything, but because you're carrying weight on one side and as you're walking, you're you're having to kind of balance on one foot as you're walking. Um, and he was mentioning in jujitsu sometimes you're on one foot all the time, uh, um, trying to balance. And if you develop the strength for that and able to balance on that one foot, then, you know, you might do better in that situation or, or you're someone's trying to trip you or there could be many different scenarios in jujitsu that you would need that. Just different things like that. And, uh, it's, um, yeah, it's it's an it's an interesting, and uh, it usually only takes like forty minutes. But it's, I'll, I'll definitely feel it, and I feel it when I roll too. Like, <laughs> I feel great. Like a lot of the stuff that I've been doing has been helping out my top pressure so much, like insane amount because my grips are like, like iron grips on on pant legs or where, whatever I can grab. It's like, I'm not letting this go. And I'll be, you know, pressing or pulling ways that I need and keeping that like isometric strength that I've been using with what he's, you know, he's been having me do. And, and I feel strong. I'm not definitely not as strong as he is, but I'm definitely feel, I feel good enough to compete, you know, or to, to be as strong as most people in, in my, especially in my weight division, you know, but also in, in higher weight divisions, I feel like I can, I can match their strengths at least. Hopefully <laughs> we'll <Yes>. find out. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, the, the key factor is you feel like you're getting strong. You feel like you're improving. You know, that's, that's a good thing. So keep yeah. rocking that. Thank you. Uh, how does uh nutrition factor in for you? Like how are you eating? <laughs> this is this is actually a joke that happens all the time. I, I have people tell me like, Fredo, you need to eat like an athlete. And I'm like, Yeah, but I like to <laughs> <laughs> I struggle with that a little bit more. Um, if I've got a competition coming up, I eat clean. Like I um well, let me rephrase that. If I have an IBJJF, <laughs> because I want to be as close as to my, you know, to my competition weight as possible for IBJJF, like, there'll be times where I need to cut, like, two pounds of water, like, one or two. And honestly, you can lose that easily in a training session, you know, jiu-jitsu uh -huh. session. So, that's, to me, that's not a, not a big deal. So I try to eat as clean as possible so I don't retain as much water and I'm walking around as close as possible to the weight, middleweight is where, where I compete at. So most of the time I'm like 180 um, without, in, without the gi on. And, you know, by the time I actually weigh in, I'm like 180 with the gi on because, you know, what I, I sweat it out one or two pounds and then by the time i actually have to weigh in i probably lost a little bit more so i overdo it sometimes but um uh, but i still feel fine so it's not like i'm cutting 10 pounds to get there yeah. uh, now day before weigh-ins that's that's a different story because it's like like i said i i typically lose like if i have a really hard training session so for example fights win if uh you know, on I usually train Thursday nights. I'll lose four to five pounds, you know, and let's say I'm walking around at 185. Um, I lose five pounds, go to sleep, wake up. I'll wake up at like 178, 179. Just because I didn't rehydrate and I weigh in, you know, because most, most of the time you can do virtual weigh-ins now, so I weigh in. And then drink water, eat, and be up about my merry day and get back up to 185 or, you know, whatever I'm walking around at. Yeah. Um, so I could be a little bit more reckless with my diet. <laughs> it's day before for that reason. Uh, just because I, the way that I am, you know, eating and drinking water and taking all my, you know, 
all my minerals that I need. My body is doing a, does a really good job at um, retaining water. There's there's times where I'll walk on the mat and leave like sweat prints from my feet. <laughs> yeah, and we haven't even started, you know, class, and I'm leaving those. So we share that in common, my friend. <laughs> I, I'm so definitely well the sweaty hydrated. guy. <laughs> we are well hydrated. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. I went to visit um the friend's gym last week for an open mat uh, up in Virginia uh, at Shark Shark Pit uh, BJJ okay. and they you know this is the first time I've met them in person like anyone at the gym so the only thing going through my head is like god like I like I'm the sweaty guy I'm always a sweaty guy it's like come on you can control it you can control it you got this and immediately I get out there, roll with one of their purple belts, and like immediately just dripping. So it's so it was so bad I slipped in my own sweat. So <laughs> it's like that's not uncommon, but it's embarrassing when you're doing it in front of new people. It's like, oh god, <laughs> yeah. Hey, whatever though. So yeah, as far as I, you know, nutrition goes, again. With, uh, with twins in that regard, what's the healthiest food that that you eat most often? I would the, one of the foods that I love that's incredibly healthy is eggs. So I eat eggs, three eggs. I'll, I'll tell you what I eat. This is what I'll tell you what I eat leading up to an IBJJF. I eat three eggs. I'll uh, get half, half and half. Mix, you know, whisk the eggs until it's all mi- mixed together nice. Like, well, throw it on the pan on a very low setting. Uh, let it cook very slowly. And then I'll throw some cheese on it. A good amount of cheese. Very liberal with the cheese, at least. <laughs> um, some avocado. Um, and then maybe a coffee. And then... Um, for lunch, I'll usually eat like um, some type of fruit or um, yeah, fruits and veggies, maybe like cantaloupe, watermelon, strawberries, and then I'll eat some chicken, um, probably like 10 ounces of chicken, uh, some more avocado. I love avocado as well. <laughs> um, and then uh, what else do I eat? I eat one more thing. Oh, and I eat a lot of like almond butter. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I eat uh, a good amount of that. So usually high in fat, high protein, lower carb leading up to that. I, if I'm cutting weight, I'm, I'm probably eating like 2,200 calories a day, maybe two. Um, but... Yeah, that's what I'm eating. If if I'm not like cutting weight and I'm trying to maintain, I'll I'll have protein pancakes and uh, lather the butter on it and, and not a bunch of syrup, but two tablespoons of syrup for for the two pancakes that I eat usually. But I that's one. Of, those are my two favorite meals: the protein pancakes <laughs> and the eggs. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I'm over here as you're listing off the fruits. I'm sitting here just thinking it it's it's uh, almost one AM here and I'm just thinking like, damn dude, I want to go downstairs right now and just get a bowl of cantaloupe. Oh, that's uh, <laughs> it really, really cold cantaloupe. Oh, and it's like super sweet. That's the best. Oh yeah. The best. Yeah. It's like growing up, I didn't get to have cantaloupe a whole lot, but when I did it, it was all it always had to be like it had to be cold it couldn't be you know like you go to like a party and, and the fruit platter sitting out it can't be oh, yeah. that, that kind of little bits it's room temperature it's slimy and it's like yeah. oh man come on gotta so. be cold then as, as soon as you bite into it you feel it in your teeth oh that's the mm-hmm. best <laughs> like, like you feel like there's just there's this magic taking place yeah the, one of the most refreshing fruits that you can eat cold, I feel. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, well, that's good, though. I mean, you know, it, it's not like, you know, you have bad habits that you let trump 
your, you know, decision making as you compete and everything. What like are there any like kind of good habits that have developed uh, specifically out of you know training? I guess like something you know things that you didn't normally do that now because of training is just automatic for you now, not even thinking about it. Yeah. So, so for the long, so uh, this is going to take a little bit of backstory, I guess. Um, I, when I first started jujitsu, um, I was way bigger, not definitely not as strong at the moment. I hadn't lift weights and God knows how long. Um, and I was pretty out of shape and I just got to the point where, um, in my jujitsu, I really, even for being a bigger guy, I really tried to rely on technique more than anything. You know, I, I'd get out muscled by like really athletic or really strong guys. And I just continued grinding until I could, could get the technique down and, and be able to stop a lot of stuff with technique. Um, and then, uh, and then it got to a point where, um, I was able to figure out in competition very quickly that uh you actually need to, to to use a little bit of strength and use a little bit of speed <laughs> that you have to to get some stuff done and um you know i kind of paid for it with you know losing some some competitions because i wanted to rely on technique too much like i was very accepting of certain positions and I was just like, well, I'll just work from here uh, instead of being more assertive and being like, nope, I'm not, I'm not going to allow that. And even then today, actually today, my, my coach was reminding me, it's like, no, when you guys are both sitting down, like, and let's say on your butts, like you were trying to pass and you guys both sat down. He's like, you better come right back up. Like, don't, don't concede to the sweep, like stay on top. And even now, sometimes <laughs> after we remind, oh, like, oh yeah. Cause I don't mind playing guard or playing top really. So, uh, you know, there's still some of that around, but I'm, I'm definitely way more assertive in the sense of like, no, this is, you know, I'm going to dictate my pace. You know, it doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to be going like balls to the wall, but I'm going to be dictating where it, where it goes. Like I'm not going to let somebody else dictate. And, um, and I'm also, um, still being more assertive in my, in my speed and strength, um, especially in competition. And sometimes I could, I do that in, uh, in training, there'll be times where I'm very relaxed, very calm. Uh, and then there's days that I'm not like today was definitely not a calm day for me. <laughs> I was sweating, very tired. Like I wanted to throw up today. Mm. That's how much I and again, it's probably has to do with the, the match that I got coming up on Saturday um, that I'm getting my mind ready for for a very tough grinding match. Um, that's, you know, that's probably why I decided to do that today. And then there's other days where I'll have some training partners tell me, they're like, you know, you have a really wide spectrum of how you roll. <laughs> It's times where I'm like super relaxed and other times where I'm like, I have to say, I'm sorry to them. I'm like, sorry, I'm, you know, getting ready for a competition. And it's good. I feel like it's good to have that, that wide spectrum because sometimes you need to turn it up in, in, in a roll and sometimes you need to slow it down and think and make sure that you're, you're doing the right thing. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you, you multidimensional. Yeah. So that's, that's good. So with everything going on as far as, you know, prep for competing, what's your stretching game like? Are, are you big into stretching or are you just kind of like my, my coach would always say, like the old man's corner where, you know, we kind of, you know, do like the arm stretches real quick and maybe do like a quick quad stretch and like, all right, I'm ready to roll. Or are you like, <laughs> full like into it making sure you're you're good and limber getting onto the mat um i i I think i i think i'm like in a middle area of that of those two um i don't 
over a stretch, I guess, and go all crazy and get every little part of me loose. I get loose enough and I like to like get a nice flow roll or decent like 50% roll in and then and then I feel like I'm I'm loose enough to to compete. So again, shout out to Dr. Kickass. Uh <laughs> he's he's a physical therapist. He's uh when I messed up my knee, I messed up my LCL last year. Um, he helped me rehab it, and he taught me a lot of uh, different things to do to increase uh, hip mobility. And just by doing that, it increased my hip mobility so much. Uh, it's insane, like, where my hip mobility is now compared to what it was a year and a half ago. Um, and I still do a lot of the stuff that he shows me, for my whether it's for my back, shoulders, uh, my hips mainly I mainly do for my hips because I like to play guard especially in practice I'll play guard um, and I, I need to have good inner hip rotation for for the guards that I like to play <laughs> so, okay, gotcha. I make sure that I that I do that and other than that yeah I'm usually good to go after those two two things and I'll feel good 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 so the upcoming Arte Suave event, you said uh, July 16th, correct? Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Um, uh, what can you tell me about that that upcoming card? Oh, there's some really good matches, man. Again, we I think we do a very good job at make, matching up guys that haven't gone up against each other or, you know, asking people to maybe go up a little bit and wait just just to see what happens like hey what if this person from this weight division went up against this person like that's what makes the ufc so successful right is mm -hmm. we we get to see the matches that everybody wants to watch and that's that's somewhat the philosophy for the local guys you know most of these guys aren't like widely known they're not gordon ryan's you know they're not lucas lapree they're they're local guys um and they're most likely not professionals and they most likely have day jobs and they do this for fun, but they take it seriously enough where they're good. And so, you know, people like to watch good matches and support their family, friends, and, and you know, what better way to, to get as evenly matched possible, uh, a match that is evenly, as even as possible. Uh, <laughs> I got you. Yeah. Um, and you know have your friends and family watch that it's it's for me as a competitor i think there's more there's something when you beat somebody too easily it's not as satisfying at least for me it's not as satisfying it's like okay it took 40 seconds for me to beat you it's not you know unless you're really good and i beat you in 40 seconds then maybe that's that's great but if you're, you know, another competitor, like same, you know, same level or whatever, I don't know, 40 second win to me is, is not like a, a grinding win where I was able to get an, like a, a good submission, a knee bar on you or something, you know, after like five minutes of grinding and I was able to get that in or after, you know, let me struggle a little bit. <laughs> and yeah. I feel like that's that you know i earned my win um and that's just me so uh, i'm sure. i'm very sure many people disagree with that but it's okay no. i'm like like i said i'm a weird person <laughs> that builds character dude when you when you have that challenge you know it, it, even when you see it in the ufc you know you see you know that dog fight you know that that just that war you know between right. two fighters and at the end of it all, you know, that it's changed that fighter. You can see it in the next fight. You can see, you know, as they move along in their career. So there's growth out of that. So yeah. I get what you're saying. I mean, you know, and there is something to getting that, that quick win too, though. It's like, like let's yeah. just get the hell out of here. Yeah. I, I, I've had some of those and I'm, it just, it felt weird. Everyone was super happy. Like, you know, your teammates like, hell yeah. You know, you just went in like 30 seconds, but it, it, when, 
when it ha- happened to me earlier this year, it was just the best way I can put it, it was very anticlimactic. Sure. <laughs> I so I've had the long drawn out, tough, you know, very close matches. And I've, you know, had the, the quick, you know, the quicker ones. Um, but I, I had more fun in the long drawn out ones. Like I had one on Arte Suave where I didn't know the guy who's coming up from Southern California and, I thought, okay, I'm going to not run through them, but I thought, I was like, oh, okay, I'm, I should be able to be dominant in this. And it, I definitely wasn't. <laughs> it was <laughs> it was very close to the very end. You know, I, I feel like I, I barely beat them. You know, I did just enough to be able to beat them, and it was such a fun match to me. It's like afterwards, that was super rewarding to me because it's like I just beat somebody who was very good. Like I was able to grind for eight minutes, and you know, the, at the seven minute mark, that's when I was able to break away and, and and make make a difference to to be able to solidify a win. Um, and that that made it feel very good just because it's it didn't start off the way i wanted it to start off so uh yeah but uh that's that's how i kind of see see uh competition in, in that aspect upcoming with everything in in terms of future events like you were saying you kind of you know with competition season being around and everyone competing as far as like organizations competing for uh, grapplers. Um, are, are you kind of still doing monthly or are you, you know, kind of bouncing every other month or, you know, what's the timetable for you in that regard? Um, right now we're doing, we're still kind of doing every month. Uh, randomly we'll have one month off. I think we've had two months one month off already i don't even remember which month i think it was may we didn't do anything in may and then uh this next month in august we're not going to do anything which is really good because we're actually going to work on a lot of back-end stuff on the website and a lot of different things which is going to give us time to do that instead of scrambling and trying to get as much done as possible before the the event um so I think that's that's good but for the most part if we can if we don't have any personal stuff because you know i i may have some some stuff going on kelsey may have some stuff going on it makes it difficult for us to run the show if one of us has a lot of extracurricular activities going on that month like again i had my cruise and i was gone for a week and so that drove me insane with not being able to do anything for Arte Suave and then being able to get back into the, you know, the grind and, and pushing stuff through has been a little difficult. And yeah, so uh, I'd rather not have an event when we have something like that. But this month it was different. So we had to change things up and definitely just keep keep grinding and and we had to move the event to phoenix and uh we pushed that through in a month so uh, we like to have things planned out way longer than that and promote it more than that but we had to make last second changes and we made it work and i I think it's going to be a really good turnout good event and if you like jujitsu i would definitely watch this event (laughs) so many great great fighters um there's a guy that I competed against when I first, I think first, yeah, had my purple belt. I wasn't a purple belt very long, um, but I was very, not over, yeah, I was overweight somewhat. I was, wasn't really training hard. We'll just say that. Okay. Uh, he had somebody pull out and I, uh, Kelsey's like, oh, you know, they pulled out. I'm like, well. Ask him if he'll take it at 175. I step on. The, I had like, had like 10 senorita breads. Stepped on the scale. I was like 190 something. 
I'm like, oh, sure, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. Like, if I can get to like 185, 10 pounds of water, I can do that. Like, and uh, yeah, I, I was able to do that, <laughs> and um, went up against him. He was very good, <laughs> very fast, and uh, he, he's, he's a cool guy. Um, he's, he's got very good jujitsu, and the guy that he's going up against is very, very good as well. So. There are two two brown belts. I think it's at one seventy five. Yeah, I think it is at one seventy five. Um, and it's gonna be a very very good. I I'm anticipating it being a contender for like fight of the night type type match because these guys are both very explosive and technical, and they're they're gonna make it a fun match. I've seen. Uh, one of the guys uh, I've seen Tyler held uh, dismantled really good jujitsu practitioners. And um, that's the guy that I competed against. And, you know, he, he definitely uh, made me work very hard <laughs> in that match and he beat me. <laughs> um, oh. But uh, his, his opponent uh, is, is very, very good as well yeah he's the um his name is uh gabriel santos uh gabriel de los santos and uh i believe he is a fight to win champ from what oh. i remember yeah he trains at j pages which j pages has great competitors yeah i'm pretty sure he's he's a fight to win champ i just don't know what at what belt level well, that sounds like you know that that'll be a good good fun match to see. Uh, it it kind of my next question was going to be you know are is there any specific match that you're excited for? So I know you always have a lot of good exciting matches, but if there's any one match that that you would say don't miss, sounds like this would be it. Actually, yeah, I would say that one for sure. Um... Yeah, it'd be that one. And then um, I'm excited to watch. Um, she is a brown belt. Her name is Kazaya Nunez. I like watching her compete. She's incredibly technical. Like she's a small, like, 118-pound girl. Um, willing to fight up. Um, but she's she's very technical. And I like watching her compete just because she gets stuff done with... with you know, she's not relying on her age, you know, athleticism, speed, strength, or anything like that. Like, you could tell this girl, she's going to beat you, and she's going to beat you with technique. And if if there's any, you know, if you want respect from me, then <laughs> that's one clear way to get respect from me, <laughs> is being incredibly technical um, and being able to do that without you know, bursts of energy and all that. Like if you can get a nice clean sweep, you'll probably get a nice reaction out of me. <laughs> Note it. I'll <laughs> keep that in mind when I do make a trip out there to California. <laughs> I'll try not to leak all over the mats like like I've done up in Virginia now. Like, like, Ew, don't let that guy come back. Nasty. We'll 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 leave sweat prints <laughs> together. <laughs> They're like, oh, whoa, I thought this was jujitsu, not swimming. Eh, whatever, leave us alone. We can't we're, help it. We're used to it. We got a guy named Logan that leaves a, literally like a river of sweat. So I'm actually sweating like as the warm ups are like, you know, just started. So when I'm shrimping, it's like a snail just went across the mats. It's like, oh, I, I feel bad for anybody that has to shrimp after me. Or like along the line with me, so I try to go last. Because number one, I'm—I I wouldn't say I'm a slow shrimper, but I'm definitely not like everybody else trying to like rush down the mat. But then there's also just this this like streak of sweat and like, dude, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely Logan. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully he hears this. <laughs> he, uh, he knows. Um, so yeah, it sounds like yeah, everything's, you know, you know, in, in good motion. I, I'm glad to hear that, man. Uh, I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, man, I haven't talked to Fredo in a, in a while. 
and just hopping around on on Instagram, it's almost kind of like I'm like I hop on then I hop off. It, you know, it's almost not even enough time for me to like. It used to be like I'd be on there, you know, go message a few people, we converse a little bit. And now it's just like I'm in and out. So yeah, I'm starting to miss conversations that that you know with just people yourself, you know, being one of those people. So it's like a you know definitely want to sit down and talk with you. And also with doing the podcast now, I have to remind myself it's like you don't have to have people on the podcast to talk to them. Um, which my wife is starting to get annoyed with because, like, you know, we'll be having like a deep conversation. Like, dude, we should record this. Like, <laughs> like, like no, Dante, like, no, then you know, I'll hit record on my phone. <laughs> which it, it's just it, it's almost like never ending now, just with with all of this. But um, no, I'm, I'm you know definitely glad to hear that. You know, things are still running, you know, really, really well with Arte Suave and, and the growth is there. I'm happy to hear that. And just with you competing also and just that good balance. So good, good. Glad yeah. to hear it, man. Yeah, thank you, man. So we'll go ahead and get wrapped up here just as it's late here. You got you got right home from practice hopped on so i want to you know let you get home get out of here uh get some good rest but um before we get out of here shout outs mentions what you got for me um yeah i would just say mainly uh i think a good amount of the jiu-jitsu community follows uh dr kickass i mentioned him in the podcast um and then also wild hunt conditioning um we're we're going to be working with with him and uh trying to get some some content out for him for uh for some strength and conditioning great guy super folk like if you want to get stronger and and get in better shape for jujitsu um he's he's a great guy for that like it's it's been helping me out a ton and it's been it's been proven results, you know, and, uh, again, like I said, for, for this match, it's really, I, I'm pushing myself very much and, and I'm, I'm excited to see if, if it results in a, in something good. <laughs> and then also you have Arte Suave 16 coming up on July 16th. I'll make sure to put the link in the story for that or in the, in the show notes. Thank you for that. Thank you. And uh, otherwise, everyone else out there listening, as always, thank you for the support. Thank you for, uh, you know, just your time. I was messing around on Instagram the other day looking at uh, old stories in the archives. And, you know, I'm sitting there just looking at all the support, you know, from everyone. So thank you, everyone who's tag tagged uh, off the mats and and reshared the links thank you for that i do appreciate it more than you can ever imagine um i want to also give a big shout out to um shane Sorensen. he was a recent guest on the show and he just released a book uh called renaissance wisdom how to flourish in the modern day so uh, go check that out it's on amazon I have a copy of it sitting right here next to my bedside read a couple pages every night before bed it's it, it's good i i was listening to it prior to him coming on the show but the the uh, audio setup that i had wasn't the best so i was like you know what let's just get back to good old-fashioned reading so uh do yourselves a favor go check that book out um also big shout out to armbar attic you all know the deal a couple kids out there in austin texas now no longer denver colorado uh go check them out on instagram go check out the website armbarattic.com uh and just uh keep tabs on their couple funny kids doing a lot of funny uh social media stuff out there so uh, go give them a listen go give them a follow um also last but not least big shout out to my guest here fredo and arte suave elite uh, i'm gonna make sure you know get the link set up here so you guys can catch up to the next event and also just keep tabs period so uh 
Thank you for being the guest on the show as usual, my friend. I do appreciate you giving me your time. Everyone who's listening, thank you. You guys continue to listen, and I'm going to keep making these shows. Thank you, everybody, and goodbye, good night. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Bye, y'all. <laughs>